0: to get involved with the best people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule.
1: And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. I- What's up everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh and uh joining me right now, I've got a few people um sitting around the table. My brother James. Hello. <laughs> I've got uh my wife Kirsten is sitting over there. Hey guys. And our friend Aaron, if you're going to speak, she's she's not sure if she wants to actually talk or not. Are you going to say at least just like hello? Hi. Hi. Hi, that was very, very, uh, very quiet. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, so anyway, I wanted to bring attention to something. Um, as we, as we record this, it is Wednesday night, uh, the 23rd of September. And let's see here. Um, number one, we were supposed to die today. Everybody was supposed to die today and we're still kicking. So I I think it's safe to say that we can put that uh, that little conspiracy theory, uh, put it to rest. And now you you crazy bastards out there can come up with another date that we can all fear. Uh, Make sure it's at least like a year or so into the future so we can all thoroughly freak out. But yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're still alive and still kicking now. Um, Like I said, it's Wednesday night, and last night, uh, being Tuesday the 22nd, we got some terrible, terrible news uh, in the paranormal community that Debbie and Mark Constantino uh, were taken from us. Um, I don't really want to get into any details or anything like that. I'm sure everybody has heard what happened. Uh, We just wanted to say uh, that we're sorry that this happened, and our hearts and our thoughts go out to the family especially. Um leave all the speculation and all that bullshit aside and just think about their family for now and the fact that they're hurting. So anyway, um So now I wanted to I don't know, like we did an event with Debbie, Constantino. Uh where were we? We were in Virginia City, Nevada. And we did an event and we had a great time. Uh and she was an amazing person to be around she was a lot of fun she was very personable um I think we we stood outside a lot and you know we, we had our fair share of cigarettes and things like that and, uh, but anyway it's, just, it's a terrible loss for the paranormal community in general as a whole because uh, I don't know they, they brought a lot to the table now with that being said Facebook, Twitter, all of social media in general is blowing up with you know the loss of Debian of Debian Debbie Mark. And it's terrible shit. But why social media is blowing up is because there is a guy, I'm not saying his name, I'm not saying anything about him. Okay? All I will say is he does a lot of the ITC. Experimentation, meaning, uh, like he does a lot of the EVP type stuff, however, he uses different equipment to get there. Um, he, he's fairly well known in the paranormal community, uh, and he invents a lot of shit, um to further the ITC research. Now, he went ahead and tried to contact Debbie and Mark. Literally just a matter of a few hours after we all got the news. As I said before, the paranormal community then lit up and basically started to eat his ass every way but loose. And I wanted to know, I wanted to ask you guys here at this table with me, what are your thoughts on that? This was also, mind you, the same man that after when we lost Robin Williams... That same night, he started uh, asking for Robin Williams. In his defense, he does say that the first 24 hours after a person passes is the easiest time to get a hold of them. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that because I've seen people that have had, like, full-on conversations with Mark fucking Twain. And he's been dead for God knows how long now. You know what I'm saying? What are your thoughts on that? Is it is it disrespectful to the families? Is it disrespectful to to the the recently deceased? What do you think?
0: My personal opinion, like I don't think it's disrespectful. You don't? I don't.
1: Okay. Um but I guess there's a fine line there. I think there is too, especially when it comes to just family in general. I mean, right. Mark and Debbie have kids. You know what I'm saying? So right. like it's It's like, just let them pass. Let them
0: pass. Let them grieve for a little while. Exactly. And then do it. But I don't think it's disrespectful in a sense, I guess. You know,
1: just keep it
0: to your damn self.
1: And I think, honestly, it would have been different. Like, not everybody had a problem with, oh, we're going to try to talk to Robin Williams tonight because he just died and all this shit or whatever. But, you know, Mark and Debbie died in a very tragic way. Horrible horrible way and I think that in itself is a big enough blow and I don't think I
0: would have let that lie for a while
1: I think so too like sweetie what do you think what do you think over there
2: I don't really know I have mixed feelings on it
1: well and I think that's the problem with it but I will say this like the majority of the paranormal community right now wants his head on a fucking stick like they want him to knock off everything like if he gets any business from now on I, I would be shocked
2: And I could see doing it but keeping it private not blowing all up because you're trying right. to take a something well, very th- tragic and capitalize on it
1: and I think that's their point is that he is trying to capitalize on this and he he does make points number one he said you know okay he in his theory or his belief or whatever is that the first 24 hours is the best you know, to communicate, he also said that this morning, he woke up, and he had 62 emails from people all over the place, saying, would you try to get in contact with them, could you try to get in contact with them, let us know what your results are, type of thing, you know what I'm saying, basically people asking him to do, like an EVP session, trying to get them to speak, now, whether he did or not, I don't know, because I was sick and tired of Facebook. The past two days have been sickening to me because every time I read something about Debbie and Mark, I'm I'm, I'm reliving it, you know, and it's like literally that that weird feeling where it's like your your stomach jumps up in your throat and then it's like everything shifts and your, your throat goes down to your gut and you just don't know what to do. You don't know how to speak. Like, it's fucking weird, but I feel terrible for them, you know. Um and I think at that point it should just be respect for the family. I think so too. Yeah. I I would totally agree with that. Um I'm not going to be one of those people uh in this community that says oh you're you're a dickhead and you need to rot in hell, you piece of shit. I'm not going to do that because uh, who People's, fucking cares? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Because at agree the agree bo- to disagree. Exactly, because at the bottom I mean at the end of the day everybody in this field is after the same goddamn thing and at the end of the day everybody has the same amount of fucking answers which is zip you know what I mean but anyway let's we're gonna move on now the reason why I have you you three crazy bastards right here (laughs) is because I want to talk about spooky stuff I want to talk about the scariest thing that has happened to you or just tell a a creepy ass story in general so right now sweetie what are you doing over there honey what are you you doing you're you're on facebook or something what are you doing i am
2: on facebook
1: you're gonna have to talk a little louder than
2: that i (laughs) am on facebook that was the
1: most attractive (laughs) noise i have ever heard in my life
2: i try i don't know i got a little something going on up in there yeah you do I don't oh, know.
1: You know. is Is your mics Shut up. are your mics on? Like I just gotta My ask. My
0: mic is on. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: My God, you are the like the most soft-spoken people.
2: Maybe you're just really loud. No,
1: I, could you may be, just I put them.
0: these condoms over it. That's the problem.
1: Okay, they're not called condoms. <laughs> but yes, they're they're microphone condoms. Right. That's what they are. So I'll just we, lip it. We uh I'll we yeah. You know, we like to keep things safe at, here at the ectoplasm show. That's what we do. Not
2: everybody has a cool stand like you do.
1: You know, right? this stand Nerd. I no, I worked I worked for this stand. <laughs> what what you are you giggling it? at? What did you do for it? I went on Amazon and I clicked like five <laughs> times yeah. to, to get this stand. Okay. I actually know. do they have
2: I, the one-click option, though? What do
1: you, they do, but for this particular stand, I specifically right remember. Now? No, I am not. I specifically remember having to type in, manually type in my credit card information. So it, it was a bitch, I'm guys. I'm sweating. I am sweating, too. <laughs> it is It is a warm son of a bitch in here, isn't it? I'm very sorry. We're in that weird phase right now of weather. We. It's like, it's, It's. I don't know. First it's, day of fall. Oh, my God. It is the first day of fall. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's actually the first day of autumn. Oh. It's oh, autumn. Sorry. We're gonna say autumn. It's, no, it's fucking fall. duck season. That's <laughs> what it is. You gotta talk louder or something. I'm duck Jesus. I'm trying to keep the babies asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gonna keep the babies asleep. I don't know, man. But anyway, it's autumn. It's fall. Whatever. Whatever you wanna call it. Mm. Oh my goodness so anywho, so i want to i want to start with james let's start with you okay let's start with the scariest thing and you're breathing very heavily into the mic right now just with your nose i'm just going to throw that out there i'm trying to get all up in it so yeah no you're good just hold it at 45. <laughs> there it is Look comfy huh yeah, yeah nice yeah. and comfy maybe you should so, uh, click five or six uh, times and get you one of these kick-ass mic stands here is no that, that's is that better a thousand times better Okay. It might have so, been the beard. I don't know. It could have been the beard. Rubbing. Okay. A lot of rubbing.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but
0: no, in all seriousness...
1: Yeah, I want to hear the story, man. You were here. No, I know. <laughs> I lived it. <laughs> the uh, scariest thing
0: was, Kirsten, you took the girls to, I believe it was Pennsylvania. Yes, it was. And then... <laughs> Or the fuck they went. They went to <laughs> Pennsylvania. No, that's where they
1: went. They went to Pennsylvania. And you were
0: fixing to leave to California. I was going to go to California right. and two
1: and then, days after that.
0: Yeah, Right. And I started getting my feet grabbed, things like that. And it was just a bunch of weird shit. And then, like, my legs got thrown off the bed.
1: I like, do remember
0: that. Yeah. And then so <laughs> I ran to Josh's room. Daddy, daddy, help me. Kind of a situation. And, uh, he was going to, I don't know what we were going to do, but
1: I got you up. You did get me up. You woke
0: me up. Mm -hmm. And we're walking through, uh, right here between. Yeah. Where my, where
1: my dining room meets my living room. There is a, uh, a a threshold where it goes from carpet to hardwood. And so there's a wood threshold there.
0: And then, yeah. The next thing that I knew, I was on my fucking belly with a broken rib because something had grabbed me by the fucking ankles and yanked them out from underneath me.
1: I do not like that microphone that you're using right now. It so actually sorry. sucks ass I, right now. So I don't know what it is. It. I don't know what it is. Let me see. Let me see this microphone. I'm going to try it myself. And now I'm talking into the microphone. And now it sounds fine. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what you're doing. I think I think it honestly, I think it's because you move the microphone. I do not move the microphone. Yeah, I swear to God you do. Okay, so do you want me to reiterate my no, entire no. story? No, we got it. Like you're oh, walking okay. from, from the living room area to the dining room area. Exactly. Now, what happened though, like I watched it happen. Right. Your legs, both legs, went back. Out from underneath me. But behind you. And there was... Drag marks on the carpet from my toes. Exactly. About two foot of it. And it was bizarre because then where you hit was right on your rib, right on that threshold, right, which then broke your rib, right, yep. which was ridiculous. But Absolutely. I did see this. And then you know it. I thought we were going to the ER. We probably should have. Yeah, we probably should have. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? right? I mean, <laughs> we're good now. <laughs> yeah, we're all good. We're all good, but no, like I just—I don't think I've ever seen something like that before.
0: I've never experienced anything like that.
1: Is—is my—is my dog snoring? That's the dog. That's things. the dog snoring. Yes. That's what that noise is. Right. I know you guys probably can't hear that. We should probably get a mic on Buddy right now.
0: I wouldn't. <laughs> He's probably gonna fart.
1: Poor little guy. So. Oh. Poor little guy. <laughs> <laughs> now. So okay, in your honest opinion, though, mm-hmm. I know like you stay in this house and weird shit happens in this house, right? And your your feet get grabbed and shit like that when you're sleeping, and apparently you know your legs get pulled out from under you. You know, totally different. Well, usually though, like when somebody gets tripped up like that, their legs would go in front of them, mm-hmm. not behind them, right? It it's was certainly totally not backwards like that. It was
0: totally different because I've experienced a lot of things like in this house. Right. um, Just sleeping, things like that. You will be woken up by like a tickle on your foot or a grab of the foot. Nothing like that. Nothing that almost seemed like something was trying to hurt me. Okay. To me. And it was totally different from anything that I've ever experienced. I don't
1: know what's going on with your mic again, dude.
0: I'm fucking trying here. It's a pain in the ass.
1: Hold on. It's a pain in the ass. (laughs) We're we're switching mics. Is this one? Is that better? Only about a thousand times better.
0: Only a thousand times. Just
1: about a thousand times. But yeah, like I said, like fucking put words in my (laughs) mouth.
0: Um, laying in bed at night, things like that. Um, you know, you'll get. Foot grabs, tickles, things like that. Now, what
1: do you hear? Anything though? Absolutely, all the time. What do you hear? Footsteps. I don't know if I want to hear this because I like sleep in the same damn house, right? But it's. I
0: I don't know. I hear a lot, but you try to justify it to something else
1: and try to explain it away,
0: right? But then when you legitimately feel something grab your foot or take them out from underneath you right it's a uh, well
1: all i know is that was freaking nuts because big tree fell hard that day well yeah but i saw it yeah like i literally watched it happen right it was just weird um now it's uh, aaron i know you don't want to talk i know you don't want to talk you're you're shy shy little girl but like yeah nobody can see you it's totally fine like anyway um have you experienced anything odd in this house anywhere in this house absolutely in this house Mm -hmm. okay like what like the other night
2: my foot was grabbed
1: the exact same type of thing now it's funny though because excuse me while i clear my throat no (laughs) It's it's interesting, though, because my wife has had similar experiences, correct, honey? Now, it only happened like one time, though, right? It only happened one time, is that correct?
2: The wife foot was grabbed.
1: Yeah, get right up in there.
2: Yeah, only one time.
1: Now, but it was both feet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> diving into that (laughs) i will say this though like we're gonna okay we're taking a small little break right now and i'm gonna i'm gonna share some good news some interesting news and as you listen to this podcast right now you can now stop listening to this podcast that's exactly what i'm saying stop listening to this podcast get your ass on it onto a computer Go to the ghostfiles.tv and you should find A Brush With Evil because it is officially available to you today. Right now, as you're listening to this, officially available, ghostfiles.tv, check that shit out. And that's the last we ever have to really plug A Brush With Evil, isn't it? Isn't it? What do you mean? No. Okay, my wife, who is the executive producer of the film, she's like, "No, we're gonna keep going." Um, why don't you grab a microphone here, babe, and tell them not too much, but why don't you let the cat out of the bag a little bit here about what is going on here? You, okay, the other night, I'm just I'm, before before you even begin to speak.
2: This is just like our marriage. I never get to talk.
1: We were <laughs> we were coming home from an event in Des Moines, Iowa driving home late at night, and my wife gets an idea. And this is literally... It was
2: brewing for a while.
1: Okay, so apparently... You just don't ever let me talk. Oh, Christ. So go ahead. Go ahead. Tell them the idea.
2: I don't want to. (laughs) Explain
1: some of the idea.
2: You don't get the whole idea because that would just be too easy. Okay, so...
1: Another thing is, she's not telling me what the project entails. All she is telling me is it's getting the a brush with evil cast together again for one final hoorah. Not involving the chapel this time, though. It's involving a different location.
2: It won't be and, the final hoorah.
1: And an experiment, though.
2: God, don't damn. flip me off, James. <laughs>
1: James, like, just let it stop. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, go ahead though. Like you had an idea. It. I don't. I don't think you can tell us everything because I know you're keeping us in the dark with it as well, because you want it to be kind of a surprise or whatever. But get into uh, the premise of it a little bit. Broad strokes.
2: <laughs> well, Broad like strokes. you said, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take. <laughs> you're gonna joke on that. <laughs> We are going to take the majority of A Brush With Evil cast. The original five is what we're trying to get together.
1: The fab five. You could they say. are definitely
2: fabulous, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> we're the eighteen. <A-team.
2: laughs> anyway. But we're going to go a little deeper. Not just into ghost hunting, but into the who's and the why's and the when's. Okay. And they're going to be... We're capturing real emotion
1: So basically, everything that you're not gonna get in a brush with evil, right? So you're gonna see a lot of tears. I don't want. It's gonna be
2: real. I told him he's gonna cry. Who? All of you.
1: Oh, that's not fun.
2: It's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll look good on film, right? It'll look good on film, right?
2: (laughs) Tell yourself whatever you have to to get through it, babe. (sighs) Okay. But we're also going to kind of explore different theories that we have. I mean, there's this big question, is are ghosts real? Well, if any of us knew the answer to that, we wouldn't be sitting in Tabor, Iowa, let me tell you that.
1: That's very true. That's very true.
2: And I'm not going to... We will never get to the bottom of, are ghosts real?
1: I don't think we're intended to.
2: I don't think so either. But I think that there are questions that can be answered but at the same time those questions are probably going to be answered with more questions and it's going to be a total mind fuck
1: welcome to the paranormal one question leads to five more and, and my you goal never is, get a single answer
2: <laughs> my goal is to leave the audience not just oh i watched a movie and it was good i crapped my pants because i was scared it's not going to be a cheap thrill it should be an emotional event right. that makes you think And I want you to walk out after watching it and just going, huh, and asking yourself more questions to get more answers in the end.
1: That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun.
2: There will be more guests involved with this film. More what? Guests that you will not know who they are.
1: Do I know them personally?
2: You will know some of them. Balls. But the average person that maybe knows Josh Hurd or James Hurd or Blake Wilkerson may not know... Name drop my ass. You're nobody, James. You know, that's so
1: <laughs> not even true because, like, it's funny because, you know, I'm... This kind of... It kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. I'm just going to say it right now. No, I'm the fucker that wrote the books. <laughs> I'm the guy that, like, came up with the movie and all this shit. And James is the one that gets recognized for the film. <laughs> James can't even go get a fucking gallon of milk from the store without somebody being like, Aren't you that guy from that movie? And James is like fucking right I am. It's hilarious though. But they
2: weren't talking about your movie.
1: No though no, they are. Like it's funny because they're like, uh, James went in to get a haircut one day. And the lady that was cutting his hair, she was like, Aren't you that guy that was in that film that I saw about like ghosts and shit and the the college and James like Fuck yeah <laughs> It was funny, though, but whatever. Anyway, so you said there might be more?
2: Absolutely.
1: <sighs> okay. I this am stressed is... out. Like, did you see my leg? Did you feel <laughs> the vibration of the table and the floor? Like, it's a I'm huge shaking.
2: experiment. I mean, it's not... You can't take your known and keep going with your known because you're never going to arrive at any answers. You're looking for the unknown. <sighs> So you have to mix it up a little bit.
1: You okay. No, here. Put that back in yeah, your face. Yeah, I have face. a microphone there. Put stud. that back in your face. You're fine. Hey. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Welcome back. All right.
0: We can try the unknown. Yes. And that's fine. But it's scary. Yeah. So I'd rather try ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, could,
1: you could try ice cream. What the fuck?
2: I'll give you ice cream when you're done shooting the movie. <laughs>
1: do you fucking promise? Rap party. Do you fucking promise? Sundays for everyone.
2: Sweet,
1: I'm in. So it's like, do you promise? I promise there will be ice cream. You better you promise that shit. <laughs> oh, they're doing Som- it. done.
0: Nice. <laughs> Thank you swear, perfect. Why'd you play such a big fucking ring out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are adorable. I want to tell a story since we're we're telling stories about this jacked up house that we all live in. Right. So I want to tell a story. And sweetie, you're going to have to, like, hop on the mic. You're going to have to help me out here um, with this because this happened last Christmas. And I don't know if I've actually, like, told this story or not. But anyway, so we're setting up we're setting up the Christmas tree and all that fun holly jolly horse shit anyway
2: (laughs) he has quite the christmas spirit (laughs)
1: oh my god halloween is my christmas okay that's like my christmas october in general is just amazing but but anyway so so we're setting up the tree and we're decorating it we're having a great time and at the time you know we had a very young daughter who was born just the previous may so she wasn't even a full year yet this was going to be her first christmas and it only just dawned on us like i went down to the basement and i grabbed a box full of holly jolly shit and i brought it up and then (laughs) there was still one box of decorations left in the basement but we're emptying the the current box or whatever and uh we (laughs) we saw that we it was you know it had like stockings and shit in it but we didn't have a stocking for our daughter ellie
2: mom and dad of the year
1: and that's what we were saying we're like oh my god we felt horrible because we're like shit we're terrible parents because we don't have a stocking for our daughter and so we're gonna have to go to the store on this night and we're gonna have to pick up a stocking and we're making this like top priority and it was kind of funny then because you know We just kept going on and on and on about how we suck as parents. And yeah, I had to go back downstairs and get that one last box of decorations. And so I go downstairs and there's this old stove. It's like a cast iron stove that's down there. It's obviously not in use or anything like that anymore. But it's sitting there. And on top of the stove itself was... A very old hand sewn stocking um, and I was like this is fairly odd you know <laughs> that this stocking would be here sitting directly on top of this stove um, and it was weird because I'm the only one that really ever goes in the basement um, my wife does not really travel down to the basement our daughters certainly do not but I remember specifically two days prior to that, I was dicking around with that stove and kind of digging around through it and looking at it and just whatever, uh, being myself and looking at every little nook and cranny that I possibly could. And I would have noticed the stocking because I, I remember lifting up the top, the lid or whatever, where that stocking was actually sitting. And it definitely wasn't there two days prior. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway my grandparents were the ones that owned this house for 45 or 46 years before we took it over and it's funny because like i even showed my grandmother the stocking and i said like do you know where this could have possibly come from thinking it was hers and it was just some of the shit that they might have left behind or whatever she had no idea. She had never seen it before in her life. Which was like, what the hell is going on with this place? And so, you know, obviously I was like, thank you <laughs> to whatever or whoever, like, gave us the stocking. It's amazing. And we we did. We hung it up, didn't we, sweetie?
2: Yes, we did. Yeah,
1: we hung up the stocking or whatever with the rest of our stockings. um, More or less as a sign of respect, you know. But it was just weird, like, how that happened so I mean I don't know in your okay going getting back to like the uh, the foot grabbing things James I would say like with you and your shit what (laughs) I would say that whatever's like grabbing your shit and like pulling you down on the floor that's that's not a very nice spirit no it doesn't feel very nice (laughs) (laughs) but then at the same time Kirsten, you had an entirely different experience when your feet got grabbed. Yes, I did. When did that happen?
2: Right after Uncle Danny passed away.
1: Okay. Uncle Danny died and he was 45, 46 years old. How old was he? 44? Okay. I was in the ballpark. So he was about 44 years old or so when he passed away. Now, how, how long after his death did the foot grabbing occur for you, honey?
2: It was a couple weeks.
1: Was it a couple weeks? Okay. Yeah. But it was it was weird because it just, like, I was gone. I was uh, probably playing music somewhere, right? No,
2: you were asleep because I blamed you.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I thought I was gone.
2: Because I punched you and said, What the fuck are you grabbing my feet well, for?
1: Well, that's real cute. Punch the husband.
2: Don't mess with me <laughs> when I'm trying to fall asleep. <laughs>
1: But regardless, it just seemed more playful. Right?
2: Right. It was like someone was tickling both of my feet, like thumb okay. on the inside. Yeah. And pointer finger on the outside. Yeah. And just kind of went from heel to toe. And it just sent a shocking <laughs> feeling straight up my legs into my calves. And it was like my feet and ankles went numb for a second.
1: That is weird, though. That is very weird. But I mean like I said that's more playful. Right? right? Now and I would also say then that like the whole stocking incident around Christmas time that was helpful. You know, it was just like something trying to help us out because obviously they were sick and tired of listening to me bitch about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> As we all were.
1: Thank you. And anyway, <laughs> But so I would I would go and I would go as far as to say that there are like good spirits here and helpful spirits here. And there are others that may not have the best of intentions here as well. Would you agree? Yes. OK. James, what about you? Absolutely. Um, It's uh, there was another point that I was going to make and I, it's totally like fucking gone from my head right now. But whatever. I have no idea. It's gone forever. This is dead air that we're listening I to I think
2: right that now. the good spirits, though, are the family and friends that we've lost most of way too soon. That are sure. just coming by to check on us, especially at the holidays. Sure. You know, and right after Danny's passing, we had quite a few things happen around here to both us.
1: Right. We and did. our daughter. Um, it's just weird, too, because every time... Like, I, I own uh, what's called the SB7 spirit box um, that sweeps, you know, the radio channels and things of that nature Um, but I specifically have pulled it out and, and done this a few different times and I've always asked the question, how many of you are in this house? How many spirits are in this house? And it always comes up with the exact same number, which is weird but it always does say the exact same number it says seven seven, all the time Always seven. So, it is also weird, too, because I remember one night, it was right after I got it. Kirsten, you and myself were in the living room, dicking around with it after after uh, Izzy went to bed. <laughs> and, um, I didn't believe that it was really working, or that it could work, or anything like that. You know, because I'm like, oh, it's just sweeping through radio channels. You know, how is this working? But when it said your name... I mean, my wife's name is Kirsten, which is, it's not that common of a name, you know? And when it said Kirsten, like, I, my, my jaw dropped. Like, I'm like, okay, so maybe there is something to this. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Just on the spirit box alone.
2: I think the spirit box is hard to understand. And I think it's also hard to pick up on if it's, just something that's coming through on a radio station, especially if it's a one-syllable.
1: That's the bitch of it. Yes or no. Right.
2: But when you hear something like Kirsten, and it's scanning two, three, four stations, and you're watching it go... Right. And you hear the different syllables come across. I mean, is it possible that you're catching different syllables, all of different words at the same time, but what's the likelihood that it would repeat itself... Right. ...when asked to?
1: Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. Like... For me, the whole, I don't know, the jury's still out on the whole ITC thing in general. I just can't necessarily get on board with something that is using radio channels, active radio channels, with fucking music and people talking on them. Like I cannot get on board with that because what are we looking for for an answer? A voice, ultimately, right?
2: Right.
1: Speech. What the fuck is on the radio? Speech. A whole lot of Speech. Like, right? That's why. That's why the jury's still out for me, you know. But it is weird, I'll give you that. I think it's weird.
2: Sometimes it's our own brains wanting ooh. to hear a certain answer.
1: You you You're stepping on, yeah. Ooh, yeah. You're stepping into my next book.
2: I am and maybe a segue into at 1.5.
1: God damn it. Stop with the teasing. <laughs> like why dun, do you dun, do this? Dun. Okay. What is it with my with our brains that you're gonna dick with here?
2: Every God. possible God. section.
1: You're screwing with us. You're you are taking advantage of us.
2: I am It's
1: gonna be a mindfuck. Is that what it's going to be? Is that seriously what it's gonna be? Absolutely. Like I'm a little nervous if Should you can't be. tell. Pussy. <laughs>
2: I told you, I'm going to pull out every stop that I can possibly think of, and I'm going to do research, and I'm going to use some background that I have in the psychology field.
1: Well, and let me just say this, though. We film. We film this. We're going to film this in about three weeks.
2: Start filming. Don't get too excited.
1: We're taking one day. We're filming the entire thing in one day.
2: What the fuck?
1: You heard it right. We're filming the entire thing in one day. Maybe two. Maybe two days. But he they You sounded will be,
0: awfully confident with the one day. But so. it'll be consecutive like, days. I saw you look at Kirsten and then you're like, "Uh, maybe two. Well, because she has that look on
1: in her eyes where she's like, oh, you'd have no idea. It's like trying to pimp something that you have no idea what's going on is tough, man.
2: You told like, me you didn't want to know.
1: Because I... I think it's important that I don't know.
2: It is important. You know the general idea. All of you know the general
1: no idea that I are know involved. apparently that we're going to cry and eventually we might ghost hunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. That's all you need to. That's all I need to know. Just oh, tell me know. when and where to show up.
2: <laughs>
1: Which speaking of where are we where are we filming this? You can at least say that.
2: We are filming over in Malvern at the Malvern Manor.
1: Malvern, Iowa at the Malvern Manor, which, by the way, is officially open for business. What's that, buddy? J- no, Plug yeah. it in.
2: Plug it in, baby.
1: <laughs> you know, okay, here's here's my problem. Here's here's a a genuine issue that I have. Okay? And I I, I erectile dysfunction. I, no, that is not even close to a problem okay. that I have. However <laughs> Look at this Look what I do Like I've got I've got a book That just came out Right I've got a movie That's literally Dropping Today 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 Today
0: We've heard that
1: Yeah No wait <laughs> Yeah we've heard this Okay I'm going start I'm open for autographs I've got <laughs> another I've got another book Coming out I've got another book Coming out We have another movie That we're about to film And And On top of all of this shit I, I do a radio program here. Excuse me, time. I do a podcast. Now what else do I have going on? Oh, Malvern Manor. That's right. So I, I I'm doing a lot. And it's like what to plug. And and I also am in a band. And and do all this shit too. It's ridiculous. It's too much. It's almost too much. So what to plug at what time? So I
0: plug it all. Yeah,
1: but apparently all I'm doing when I open my mouth is, Radio is just <laughs> pimping everything that I touch. Which oh, okay. is ridiculous. Touch it oh. all. No, I don't like it. Okay? Just like do it. I don't really enjoy Talk it up. I don't want to. Why? Like because it's you weird. You did it for a reason? I did it for a reason, but it also sounds like I'm bragging and I don't ever want to I don't ever want to. If say you're I'm
2: elaborating bragging. on your ideas and things that you've done. What? Like you're talking about Malvern Manor. I am
1: talking about Malvern Manor because you brought it up. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about it. Malvern Manor is, it's 29 rooms. It's 29 rooms. It's 18 bathrooms. It's a fucking mansion. That's what it is. But it used to be a home halfway house for the mentally handicapped. At least 100 deaths on property at least 100 people have passed away on site and you want to talk about an entirely new level of active it is ridiculous the place in itself is a total mindfuck the place is a total mindfuck because it's like you don't even want to walk up the stairs you don't want to walk down a long-ass hallway because it is terrifying You definitely don't want to be the first or the last. And there's like four different wings of this place that all just scream, you know, creep-tastic shit. They actually do scream sometimes. But yeah, if you guys want (laughs) to check that shit out, do it on Facebook. All you got to do is look up Malvern Manor. M-A-L-V-E-R-N. Malvern Manor. And yeah, so that's another thing that we all do and have going on All at the same time <laughs> Oh Aaron Wanted to speak what did you want to say Aaron nothing Nothing at all just a giggle And a turn okay No <laughs> Oh my goodness no that's fun though we have fun Well I tell you this much Though um, Now James you've been to Malvern Manor A, z- a zillion times yes Yeah, Actually the opening scene of A Brush With Evil was filmed in Malvern Manor. We were lucky enough to to get our hands on that. Unfortunately, very yes. Very last minute and literally, I mean, zero money was spent on that, which was right. incredible. Um, but in the scene, like, you hear James, like, act, asking whatever is there to, you know, somehow make itself known. And you hear him. You're still breathing in the microphone, by the way. I'm just saying. No, it's fine.
0: I'm trying to <laughs> stay on <Turn to>
1: point. <laughs> but it was amazing because you said, could you knock on something or whatever? And then you hear a cough. But it was like a female cough, right? Yeah. And then you asked for it again, and it fucking did it. It did it, which was amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. And that was fucking stupid. It was, well, you were completely alone by yourself, isolated in this basement of this place. Yeah, you guys are dicks. But I mean, we we experienced a lot of shit in that place, didn't we? Just Absolutely. that night alone. Just that night alone. The we film crew. And then upstairs. Yeah, the moaning and footsteps right. and all yep. of that. Oh, my God. Now, I will say this our buddy Connor uh, from the Ghost Files, who uh, has been on a few episodes of the show, he. Um, Has been living there and kind of cleaning it up, getting it ready for overnight investigations, which are already being booked and all that fun shit. But, you know, um, Connor has almost ran out of there a hundred times, at least just because of the activity that's going on.
0: He sat on the front porch for hours
1: because of the fact that it sounds like somebody has broken into the place and is like just tearing it apart. But once you go and investigate and see where the noise is coming from, nothing is out of place. Absolutely nothing is out of place. That's weird, like it's that's very weird. very weird. But I don't know. There was a lot of things that went on with that place. I mean, I could do an entire show on Malvern Manor. Let's alone. do one. I I think I should. I think I should with history mm-hmm. and backstory, and then ultimately why it closed down will blow your minds. We'll even get Connor on here. Exactly, and I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Love it. Look at us setting shit up for the future right look in. at us, forward Stand thinking some bitches that's what we do yeah that's what we do it's all about progress <laughs> it's all about progress <laughs> oh, dude. oh my god now that right there <laughs> i'm taking that little clip and i'm saving it and i'm gonna make it a hot button on this it's i do know what that means it's all about progress <laughs> It's all, about progress. it's all about progress But it's the way you said it It's all about progress <laughs> I'm using it, I don't give a shit what you say I didn't sign shit I <laughs> <laughs> don't even care Don't even care <laughs> Oh my god Well I tell you what though this, this was a fun episode It was fun just to talk about Spooky stuff, ghosts Ghostly happenings
0: I think Aaron should say bye though
1: I think Aaron should say bye. You at should least at least bye. say goodbye. I mean, could you say bye? She's like, Fuck. I mean, she do not want to say bye. <laughs> Kirsten's again. Every you know, every time that Kirsten is on the show, Facebook. Are you Facebooking? Every yes. Okay. <laughs> so you had to stop, pick up the microphone, switch it on, and then say yes, and then put the microphone back down.
2: I, I found something that I need to say to you. You found something straight a, from the heart. From Facebook, <laughs> the Bible.
1: Straight from Facebook, yeah. If it's on Facebook, it's got to be true.
2: You never got to worry about me cheating on you. Uh. I might eat something that was yours, but that's about it.
1: <laughs>
2: You're welcome. <laughs> good night, everyone.
1: Gonna be a good day, Tater. It's gonna be a good day. A good day. <laughs> you know, it's weird too because if I ever have Kirsten on the show, which she's been on like what two or three shows now, something like that. I see an increase in numbers, an increase in downloads, um, things of that nature.
2: Because I kick. Would ass. you say but loads? <laughs> She's like,
1: because I kick ass. It's all those little one-liners that you throw in there. <laughs> we should be periscoping this shit right now.
2: You know, I was thinking that earlier because some of your facial expressions when you speak and you you do all your funny voices and your face just goes into these really funny shapes and it's kind of comical. Funny shapes? That's
0: true. It is. I would have to concur.
2: Thank you, James.
0: (laughs) It's all about progress. It's all about progress.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're having too much fun. Oh my God. Anyway, look. Bottom line, thank you guys for doing this. Cam Radio Twelve, Cam Radio Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for doing this, being here, and doing the show with me. The rest of you guys out there listening, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Go out, get some shit done. Uh, maybe drink a beer or five for me, and head on over to theghostfiles.tv. Check out A Brush with Evil, which you can now officially freaking own. So I hope everybody's doing great. I hope everybody has a great freaking weekend and we will talk to you all soon. Peace out.
2: I'm making a rule never to get involved with protest people.
0: Actually it's more of a guideline a rule.
1: And I know what I saw and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.